Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey Dad, and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in Hermanville. Hmm, that would be weird. Nobody would be, you know, like, what? Just drive along uh, Highway 18 there, and you're like, wait, what is that? Hermanville. It, no, it's no, it's it's Strange Brew in Hermanville. Either way, I'd probably say, what is that? Yes, yes. Hermanville alone, and Hermanville with a with a Strange Brew. Either way, either way. So very close to Port Gibson, this, this town too beautiful to burn. Well, there you go. So, you ever been to Port Gibson? I have. Yeah, it's in the, the church with the hand. Yes, that's, that's I, I. That's one of those things. Every time I drive, every, I know it's there. I've seen it a hundred times. But every time I drive past, I'm like. I'm looking up in the stuff. I'm like, that is so cool. It's so cool. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy uh, Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and enjoy what has been rated the number one coffee in the city of Starkville. Who who could have guessed that it was going to be number one? Shocking. I, I, could, I, can't, I can't believe it. So, wherever you are in our great state, enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. It's time to start thinking about Father's Day. We got Mother's Day this weekend. I understand that. But by this time, you should be locked and loaded on that. You should be good to go. Move forward. It's time to start thinking about Dad. And Dad wants something from College Corner. He wants a new maroon and white pull, pullover, polo, a new hat, a new tumbler, something for the car. Great stuff. It's all there at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet. They're in Floyd by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's best restaurant. The best lunch, the best breakfast, best brunch, and the best dinner in town. It's got all three. That makes it number one. And it has been since the day it opened its doors. They've changed the menu. They've kept up with the times. And they've always been a fantastic place to eat. If you've got a special occasion coming up and you don't take them to Restaurant Tyler, I don't know what to tell you. And speaking of that, this Sunday, Sunday brunch for mom, no better place to take her than Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout the central, throughout central Mississippi. They're ready to serve you. And if you go to PriorityOneBank.com, you can find the location nearest you. Open an account today and find out how important it is to bank locally. It's just as important as shopping and eating locally. You want to keep your local banks up and running because they're, they're the backbone of a lot of our great cities here in the state of Mississippi. And when you need to make a decision on a loan, you want to be able to talk to people you've been talking to. You don't want to have to go go up the chain of command to some corporate location. All Priority One banks make their loan decisions locally. Very, very important. PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. 
big news tonight, by the way, for, for AEW. This is a pay-per-view we're going to have to watch on TV tonight. It's a steel cage match between Moxley and Omega. That's the main event. Yeah, it should be fun. I can't. I'm very excited. Very Ready excited. And, of course, guts. tonight, uh, Game 5, Lakers-Warriors. Hopefully, can just, just close that out. Probably not going to happen. Sit on the couch for a few days while the Nuggets and Suns go seven. I just felt like on Monday night I was going to be really sad going to bed. It was late. Yeah. I was like, I've stayed up for this. That's the, that's the, Please the thing. just don't make me and sad. And if you're a any kind of West Coast fan of like basketball or baseball, if you're a, a Giants or a Dodgers fan, you know what that's like. Like the games don't start until nine o'clock. You got to stay up till midnight if you want to watch the end. And you know, there's that possibility that you're going to turn off the TV and just be like. Crap! And yep. then you got to go to bed, and you wake up in the morning. You are like, ah. So it's more good when often it doesn't than happen. not. Like the Lakers have been really good at home over the years. Yes. So more often than not, when I am watching a, a late Lakers game, but th- these games are always late though, because yeah. I mean they're always playing the Warriors or playing you know the Jazz or they're playing somebody on the West Coast. Right. It was it was so much easier back in the early two thousands when the Spurs were good. Yeah, <laughs> you could get those seven o'clock tips. But I used sometimes. to love like those Saturday afternoon oh. playoff games against like the Kings. Yeah, and stuff. like like back in the day, like those Saturday afternoon, like on yeah. NBC or ABC. Yeah. NBC, yeah. Um, those were great. Saturday and Sunday, Sunday. NBA. Yeah, yep. That's what. And, and somebody and the Lakers are wear white jerseys. When we talked, we talked about this a, a few a while back. Remember when we talked about like concerts, why they don't happen in the afternoon? Like afternoon yeah. stuff is so much better. You, you watch, you get your event out of the way, and then you go out, you have dinner instead of getting out, and you're, it's eleven o'clock at night, and you're like, all right, I'm just ready to go to bed. You know, it's it's just it's just not. I, w- I wish there was more afternoon stuff. I like right. it. Except Me during too. college football, I want it bright and early in the morning, eight a.m. Yeah. would be fine. I'm, I'm good with that. All right, it's Rumblings Day. Let's just jump right in. Brick Thomas has our first question. Where you at, Colton Watson? There you are. You're, you're missing the... Uh, do you think that since Duty Noble Field got rid of Rockbot, the app where you could choose songs and vote on them all, the Bulldogs have gotten significantly worse? It's a good point. I, I like the Rockbot. I used to vote and put songs in there and stuff. I did. I, I got a few songs up there. Yeah, who knows? I mean, whatever they, whatever they were doing in 2019, 2021, they probably should do again. I... They should try to do everything the same as, yeah. as it was. And that includes bringing Jake Mangum and Tanner Allen back. Yeah. Would you want to experience a historical war, and which war would you choose? Why would I want to go to a war? <clears throat> I I'm, mean... I'm going to be out in the middle of the, the, the battlefield between the Normans and the Saxons, the could invasion it be like, of Normandy. Could it be like, you know, the... I'm going to go to Antietam and just slog around the blood? Yeah. Could it be like, you know, back in your hometown and... 18, yeah, I want to be eating rats and donkeys with the rest of the Confederates as the Union just squeezes us. Well, yes. you know, like the people would come out and like sit on the hill and like yeah. eat a picnic while everybody's shooting each other. Yeah, like, down that there. sounds fantastic. No, I don't want to go to a war. I mean, I'm quite happy living in peacetime. If you did have to choose, though, which one? If would I you did choose? have to choose, uh, like you know, you're not going to die. Like you can just how, sit back how, and what's watch. What's the safe distance I can be from where they drop the bomb on Hiroshima? <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching that thing go up. Could you like be in the plane? Yes, if I could have been in the Enola Gay, I'd I'd, I'd have taken that. I mean, I think I would want that too. Like that, the, that's a good choice. I think. Like the you know the the feeling of like redemption. Yeah, you had just seen your brothers just brutalized like out of nowhere at Pearl Harbor. Yeah, you get in the plane. You could drop. I would these love bombs. to know what the bomber said before he. I mean, I, you know, he said bombs away, but like, did he have something else to say? Oh yeah, he had something smart to say. Oh yeah, I want to hear what it was. Now, like, it would, it would probably be World War Two for me because yeah. you don't have to worry about rations. 
Probably not. You yeah. have indoor plumbing. Yeah. I'm not going too yeah. far back. Yeah, I'm not going to the revolution. Air conditioning, yeah. like, to an extent. I wouldn't, mind, I wouldn't mind being in the boat with Washington as he crossed the, yes. uh, the Delaware. Yes. You know, just for a few minutes. Yeah, like, Revolutionary War. Just to look War. up, see George Washington, and be like, this is really cool. I mean, Revolutionary War is probably the most incredible of them all because yeah. you've got a whole you got a whole country yeah out of it the historic significance yeah, yeah. I agree. and I agree. It, it started all the other ones so that, i mean that would be pretty cool but yeah. i mean I'm a, I'm a big history guy so i, I would tell. like to, to take a little bit of all of that in yeah i would just like to be at a safe distance and just kind of viewing from the sky i got you what's from the sidelines hail state account what is the worst seat you've ever sat stood in for a sporting event or a concert it can't be a sec press box story I never really had a bad scene at a concert. I'm trying to think of a sporting event if I ever had like an obstructed view or anything. Both. Uh, I've been to Coleman Coliseum a few times, so that's my, that might yeah. be it. Um, and you know, I think Tad Pad was pretty bad whenever you're sitting. I, up I've there. been there. Yeah. Uh, their seats. I mean, for fat people, not not good. No. I once. So, I once went to a game with a Tad Pad. It was me sitting next to Stephen Augustinelli. <laughs> And sitting on the other side of me was Russ Nelson. And buddy, you could have started a grease fire from the friction that was happening between every time we stood up. It was incredible. There were like, some sparks the, flying from the, the shirts. The, those rows were barely holding together. State the won screws, that day, though. The screws were starting to lose. That was a fun them. game. State came back from uh, from like 10 down to win. Um, you know, the two WrestleManias I went to in mm-hmm. New Orleans, I thought I was getting great tickets. Yeah. And they were kind of obstructive views. Yeah. I've said I was sitting on these like these the riser level mm-hmm. the first one I went to mm-hmm. it was like the one that was right next to the floor yeah and I'm thinking these seats are awesome but they were the like far back on the left side of the ring yeah so it wasn't really good seats I was right by the little commentary booth with like Booker T and yeah, yeah. you know like that little area. Yeah, yeah, I was right by that. And then the second one in New Orleans, I was sitting underneath. I was like in the little, I don't know, like load sheeting or yeah, whatever that is. Like the one that's you've been in the Superdome. Yeah, it's like the middle section. Yeah, it's got about, like yeah. TVs, and, but there's yeah, yeah, there's this the brick the uh, concrete concourse or whatever above you is like right yeah, yeah. in your eye level. Yeah. So I couldn't see the entrance. I got you. All I could see was the ring. I got you. That was a mistake too. I, I never got to see, you know, the big flamboyant entrance until afterwards, and yeah. me and Becky went down and took a picture. I, I didn't get you. to see it. That that was kind of that's kind of rough, yeah. yeah. Especially with what you pay for those seats, yeah. Right. Uh, also from sidelines, what is the worst food to actually have made it to your mouth? Something you thought would be great and turned out to be a disaster. Um. There's a restaurant in Starville, I'm not going to say, but that was really disappointing. The uh, worst food I'm trying ever. to think there's one that was just like, uh-uh. Oh, I do know it. I went to Houston uh, one year and went to this barbecue restaurant. Highly recommended, right? And, like, the meat looks great. I'm like, all right, I'll get some brisket. And, and they're like, do you want sauce? And I was like, yeah. And the sauce was like, I swear I'm not making this up, it was like a marinara sauce. It was more like a tomato sauce than barbecue sauce. Uh, I, I know. And so I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, and I go sit down. And I mean, I've been hyping this meal up for months, knowing I was coming to Houston, I was going to eat some real Texas barbecue. And uh, it was awful. Just so, so bad. Because of the sauce? Yeah. The sauce just was ruined it. You could it? tell the meat was pretty good underneath it, 
but it was just drenched. And I mean, maybe that's my mistake for asking for sauce. I should have just done it on the side. But I wanted, I just wanted to try it, and it was awful. So bad. So bad. That, that That's probably my one. Yeah. Y'all one? I can't think of one on the top of my head. Like, usually, you know, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. I mean, there's been some meals that just kind of missed the mark, but something I was just like, this is awful. Like, I don't. I don't really have one on the top of my head. Okay. Uh, here's Colton Watson. Why can't we have nice things? Well, I have an answer to that, but I'm listening. I don't. I don't want to say it on air. Very my good. mother's listening. I hear you. <clears throat> Do you honestly believe this team can bounce back and be in the two seed discussion next year? No. No, I don't. I don't. Mm-mm. Well, I tell you, I take it back. Not There's under current. Not under current leadership. With with everything as is, even with a new pitching coach, no, I don't. Yeah. Should we try hard to make Hoover or let the staff get an extra week to farm the portal and interview pitching coaches? I think the team could try as hard as they want, and they don't want to. They're not going to make Hoover. They can give maximum effort. Yeah, they're done. So, uh, all right, moving on. Those were easy. Michael Balius asked, "My good buddy Austin claims that Ric Flair is better than Dusty Rhodes. Brian, please cut a Dusty style promo to explain why he's wrong." Unfortunately, he's right. He is right. Rick Flair is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Yes. I'm, I'm, In I'm, every facet. Yeah, I mean, I love Dusty Rhodes. Don't Promos, look. I, even, I think even Dusty Rhodes would tell you that a 16-time world heavyweight champion has to be recognized as the greatest of all time. You get funky like a monkey. Yeah, exactly. Careful now. People have been slipping up on the radio lately. Man. Be careful <laughs> when you say funky. Um, Chris, I tried smoked sausage this weekend with, I don't know what, I think I don't know what this word is supposed to be, but and pepper jack cheese in it. It's become one of my favorite sausage flavors. What are your favorite flavors of smoked sausage? I love the Polk's Cajun, but I do lo- I, I like any sausage that also includes cheese. If you can give me a jalapeno cheddar or uh, the country pleasing three cheese is good. Okay, so we can talk about country pleasing. Yeah, we can talk about here. it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. country pleasing jalapeno is number cheddar. one for me. Yeah, and they just got jalapeno and pineapple. It's uh, it's at I've my had house. That. It's good. It's sitting in my house. I haven't cooked it yet. It's very good. But I am very, very excited. Good. Pineapple is my favorite. Yeah. Do you um, like the alligator one? Yes. With the pineapple in it? I literally have not had a single sausage by them that I do not like. They're good. Every well, single one of them is good. Here's the thing. The three cheese. I love smoked sausage, though. It, just, it doesn't matter who. I like Vandouille, Boudin. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> the black pepper one I hear is really black pepper, good. Black pepper cheddar is a good I, one. I haven't had it yet. It's good. But yeah. yeah. Country poison. I like Polk's, but they don't sponsor this podcast. Okay. I, I just make it sure because yeah. I, you know. Uh, A. Swenson asks us: Are we to believe it's the players or the coaching at fault for baseball? Top twenty classes every year suggest it's coaching, but coaches don't make the plays on the field or throw the pitches. I think coaching. It's both. Yeah, it is both. The, and the it's players, 100% both. The players are to blame too. Yeah, they're. I mean, some of those guys aren't pulling their. There's weight. just no way of getting around that. When you're bad, like this, it's both. Like some, it, you can be like when I talk about like good bad teams and bad good teams. They have a flaw. Maybe the players aren't good enough, but the coaching... For example, Mississippi State basketball this year was a good, bad team. They couldn't make shots, right? But they won games because they were well-coached. Jans pulled them forward. They had some players, but for the most part, those guys struggled. And then you have a team, sometimes, I'm trying to think of a good example, where they're just so talented that they they, they are able to pull themselves through. They they can overcome bad coaching at times. This team is both. Everything's um, going wrong. I want to say something right here. Your boy, your boy Lounge Dog, 
Yeah, that that was that was a that absolute he, disgrace. He knew what he was doing. I'm more I, I'm more ticked off at Lounge Dog for that than the people that commented. I the am. people that commented are he regular. Knew. The people that commented too are like regular listeners of the show. Yeah, you people are the worst. That but, including you, Bryce. But Mitchell. Lounge Dog is the but worst. Lounge of the Dog worst. doing that. It's ridiculous. Let's move forward. Talking yeah, dogs. Slap him around a little bit. I know. What should realistic expectations be for our baseball program over the next five years if and when we fire Lamonis at season's end? For example, one Omaha trip, three Supers, four tournament appearances in a five-year No. The, the, the expectation level should be back, back to where it was. You should be, you should be a, a contender to host almost every season. You should never have a year. Mississippi State baseball should not have years they don't aren't in the top 64. They shouldn't at this stage of the game. With the support, with the facilities, with the recruiting that they have, there's no excuse to not be in the tournament every year and be be a host, which means you have a chance to be in the supers. Yes, you know correct. Omaha trips. Look, Omaha trips. People people don't understand sometimes they don't put it in the right perspective. Like Omaha trips are like elite eights, all right? If you get like two a decade, that's a really good run. But you know, Saint had three straight at one point, so yeah. I mean, it just is what it is there. Uh, Chase, how are you feeling about your NFL team's draft classes? You go first. What do you think of the Steelers? I love it. Yeah? They may never lose a game again. 17-0. <laughs> Here we go. We got Joey Porter Jr. Oh, I'm pumped about Joey Porter. He's one of my I love favorite. when a player's son gets goes to the same team. Yeah. That's just a great story every time. It was just, you know, it was a perfect time there because they had the first pick in the second round, yeah. and he was still hanging around. He's a good cornerback, and he's a, a Pittsburgh guy, mm-hmm. you know, through and through. His dad was one of the all-time greats at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. Yeah, and you know, they got offensive line help. They got defensive help. I, you know, I, I really like the class. I thought it was probably top five okay. class among NFL teams. Yeah. I thought the Saints were good. I thought they were good. Um I would have liked. I would like a little more star power. I thought there were some options there at the back end of the first round. I thought Porter was one of them. To be totally honest with you, I thought Nolan Smith was there. Uh, I thought that Michael Meyer was there. I liked him a lot. But the Saints, the Saints. If one thing we've learned about them over the past decade is their front office, they know how to draft. Right, they drafted well. So I'm gonna. I put my faith in those. I forgot to mention we got Darnell Washington, who I think might be the still of the draft. Darnell Washington, tailback. Wait, it was Darnell Jefferson. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind, Never Darnell mind that Washington. reference. A tight end. Yes. Oh yeah. Tight, Freak. tight end. Tight end. Wide receiver. Basically. Freak of nature. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely. You pumped, be. man. But because I think he kind of was like slid in the background behind Brock Bowers because that's yeah. how good Brock Bowers is. Brock Bowers would be a top five pick. But Darnell Washington was. I mean, I don't think he's that far off from Brock Bowers. I don't either. And ba- ba- I don't know what the highest a tight end's ever gone in the draft next year, but Bowers, uh, he might Bowers, go one. He I don't might, think he'll go one, but because the quarterbacks, Drake May and Caleb Williams will go one. Maybe but he might I, be. He'll be a top five pick. I mean, he's good. He, he's he's basically a wide receiver. Yeah, he's also a little bit of a running back. Yeah, I mean, you so, could do some crazy. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see where he goes. Yeah. I mean, who, who who might pick first next year? Who who's going to be just god awful? Like people like the think. Jets, the Jets got better. The Jets are better. Um, the you know Washington's better. The Rams, dang, from a Super Bowl well, to two I mean, years later, not very good. Um, 
the Panthers could be up there again. You know, the Lions given, are Lions are better. The Lions are better. That that division's good. Although the Packers, I mean, I don't know what they have with Jordan Love. Um, I'm trying to think around my way around the AFC here. Like, I'm just trying to think who are who are teams that are tailing down yeah. that could pick early. The Browns. I mean, I'm just the Browns not, are not that good. Not that good. I don't know if the Browns have a first round pick though. They may not. They That's another Sean. thing you have to think about is trades. Yeah, things like that. I'm trying the uh, the Colts. I mean, if they're, especially if they're going with you know Anthony Richardson early. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, I, either way, Brock Bowers is going to go top five. I think. I agree. What are your thoughts? This is also from Chase. What are your thoughts on the rumored upcoming brand split with the addition of AEW's new show? And how confident are you they can manage the punk drama this time around? I'm not a fan of it. That's the first I've heard of it, and I don't like that for it, them. Yeah, it, it's the whole idea is they're going to have a show that punks on and a show that the elite are on, eh. and never the twain shall meet. And I don't like that. I think because that, because they can't coexist. I, and I think that's ridiculous. I think punkness needs to, and and the elite needs to. You don't have to get along with everybody you work with, right? I, I've worked with hundreds of people I didn't like. I mean, but, you're you're I mean, grown men. I, I work with Richard Cross every day. Exactly, but. Yeah, you got to be able to say, look, we don't have to like each other, but we're going to work, we're going to make money together, and go from there. I mean, right now with that show at Wembley, if they announced the main event was Punk versus Omega, that would be huge. People would go crazy, and and you it would could, get it real main. Be like, it would get real mainstream coverage because everybody would go back like, this is what he said about him. There's real life. Well, it would animosity. be like it would be like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, and so they could do that, but I, if I don't, you, I don't if like you can't have these. These people working together, mm-hmm. then they shouldn't be in the same right. You just have organization. To punk, you got to figure it out. They, they, they the can only about this punk. new show, by the way, is it's going to be on Saturdays. Like, so they're it, doing they're adding this in addition to Rampage. It's called Collision, I think. So they're doing three shows. Yeah, that's ah, too much. It's too much. And then on Saturday during that's college football, overexposure. What am I man. watching this? I mean, I'll, I'll DVR it. If, I don't know if that's still a term, but. I'll watch it. I'll record it. But like, what am I? What am I doing? That's overexposure. I agree. I don't like that. I agree. I agree. Patton Paris. After watching Bono, the Bono and the Edge special, the Bono and the Edge special on Disney, what band would you like to see perform with an orchestra? I, I appreciate you, Pat, in thinking that I watched this. I didn't. I didn't even know it existed until this moment in time. Can we not just say the U2? Well, maybe it wasn't U2. It's just Bono and the Edge. Well, man, I consider that U2. I mean, I agree with you. So, like, if, like you, if you said Page and Plant are playing, let's right, that, let's that, let's that play. Yeah, who cares who's in the who's on the? I mean, I love John Bon and Paul Jones. Don't get me right. wrong, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, who would I like to see perform with an orchestra? That's, 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 that's I mean, Leonard Skinner had one guy left. Yeah, there's <laughs> still Leonard Skinner. <laughs> uh, who would I like to see perform with an orchestra? Uh, some something like heavy. Yeah, it's got yeah. like Metallica. Yeah. Metallica kind of put you the know blueprint who, who out. You would be there. interesting is a band that you know, like musically they're very complicated and complex. Is Tool that would be awesome. Tool with an Tool orchestra would be awesome. Like, Radiohead. That's a good choice. Um, I'll tell you another one. Maybe a little. You might be surprised to hear me say this. Coldplay. Oh God, yeah. Coldplay with a full orchestra They'd behind be them would be really cool. I imagine they've probably done that before. They might have. Yeah. Um. You know, I even saw like, like Metallica showed us that rock and, and cla- classical it, it totally music works. can go together. It totally works. Yeah, I even watched um, Who Was Stank do a concert. What? Yes, with an orchestra, and it is awesome. I want to hear the orchestra backing of uh, of Crawling in the Dark. I want to. No, hear I need oh, to check it. You need I'll, to look I'll, it up. I'll look it up. I'll that, that's it exactly up. what I'm talking about. That song with the orchestra is. Awesome. Right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. But yeah, no, like, so, like it's got to be something heavy, like yeah. relatively heavy. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Although you know, at the same time, like a super entertainer like Taylor Swift could yeah. make a cool show out of that. 
By the way, I'm not, I don't even like Taylor Swift, but that concert in Nashville looked incredible. She performed in the rain, yeah, like uh, pouring down rain the she's whole time. An, like I said, it's not, it's not my favorite musician, but her her entertainment prowess cannot be denied. Like people were still like tweeting out and yeah. putting pictures up from yeah. this concert. Like our buddy, four uh, days later, a bunch of friends, people I know, our buddy Hunter Richardson was there. I know a bunch of people that went. Yeah, yeah, they enjoyed it. And the, there were people on that bridge, yeah, like going from downtown. Just sitting to out the, there, there watching were, in there the rain. Thousands of people out there in the rain. Yeah, and Coach O was jogging on that bridge too. I don't know if you saw that or with not. with a shirt off. No, he had a shirt on. Thing, oh. Unfortunately, he usually is running around with a shirt off. He's he's wanted. He's like, it's me. <laughs> Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, uh, Sean Brown. Now the baseball's over. Let's focus on our three good sports. And that, damn, Sean. Uh, which team has the best chance to exceed expectations next year? Men's basketball, women's basketball, football. We talked about our expectations for football yesterday. So let's say if we're both expecting eight and four, right? And then I think we expect both men's and women's basketball to be tournament teams. So who has the best chance to exceed those expectations? I think it's women's basketball. They've added some real star power. Yeah, they got a legit – Yeah. Um, they have a legit roster, I think. Yeah, okay. I think it's I think it's definitely them. Um you know, the men right now just don't have a lot of juice. Yeah. We're waiting around to see what Tolu does. They haven't made any real traction in the portal. They've mm-hmm. had a couple guys visit, I think. Um, they need some juice. Yeah, but it's coming, way, I think, but it, it's just not. You're right. They, they, I think Chris Jans is just. I, I know people are worried or whatever. I think he's just very he's choosy. He's very choosy. I think he knows he's I've got heard. a good team. He's like, I'm bringing back a tournament team. I just need to add the right pieces. The right I don't need pieces. to add pieces. I need to add the right pieces. Yeah, and it looks like he's going after a, a, a backup center. Yeah, and that's smart. And it, it could end up being a starting center. Right. If, if totally hopefully it's not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Patton Paris says our good friend and host has strong negative opinions about certain big-name bands. What are some popular bands that you just don't like? I have one loaded. I'll let you go first, though. What's a band that other people like that you don't like? Uh, the Rolling Stones. Ooh, yours is bigger than mine. And and it's not that like I hate them. I just mm-hmm. don't care for them. I don't wow. really, I don't That's really care. That's a big one. That's a really um, big one. It used to be Pink Floyd, but I Ooh. I started when I started to listen to them, yeah. I started to realize how complex their music was. Yeah. Like, I just like That's, I'm a they've fan done of an orchestra show. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a fan of talent, and I'm a fan, right. and I and I appreciate Mick mm-hmm. Jagger and, yeah. and them. I appreciate that. I just never really gotten into their, the Rolling I've never gotten into their music. Thank I just you. mine is uh, the Steve Miller band. Yeah, you've told me that before. I'm just not a fan. All I their love songs Steve sound Miller. the same to me. They do, but I, I'm good with that. I'm just not a big. fan. You know, ACDC, all their songs sound the same. True. I'm, I'm good. Dog in the road. Dog in the road. <laughs> uh, dog on the bayou. No, gonna buy you. Homemade ice cream, just plain vanilla, or do you prefer adding toppings? I'll go for chocolate chip. Chocolate I'm, chip. Ice I'm cream. not against adding some things mm-hmm. to it, but I'm fine with plain homemade vanilla, vanilla ice cream. Though. I mean, you just can't so beat good. it. How many hits do we get against Paul Skeens Friday night? I'll set the over under at three and a half. Go. I'm gonna say three. So under. Yes. I, I, I think that's a good choice. I'm gonna say three hits, no runs. Yeah. Randy Savage enthusiast. Uh-huh. Cup of coffee in the big time. Big time. Yeah. Dig it. That's good. Considering CPI-U has a weak correlation, R squared equals 0.005 to I'm win out. percentage. I'm I, not I, on this. Hold on. 
How can we better predict the pain and hopelessness of future Mississippi State baseball seasons? I have attached a high-quality image to support my findings. <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. This could have been a picture of anything. I have no idea what this says. It's, it's basically judging the uh, – the seasons by whether or not I mean, they were, the red means that it was a that it was a bad season. Right. The green means it was a very good season. The darker right. green that it is. Right. And then the and so they're basically what it's saying is Mississippi State's kind of unpredictable right yeah, now. Yeah. They they've been and Mississippi State has kind of been LSU football. Yeah. Like they right are, down to the LSU the national no, champion. Yeah. Like there is there's never a down moment with this program. Yeah. It's either like a disaster or like things look really bad and then they go great or it's a great season. Yeah. I mean even those years where they went to the College World Series, a couple of those years like they weren't very good. 2017, like that team was carried by Brent Rooker all the way to the Super Regionals and Jake Mangum with a broke hand. They had no pitching. 2018, that team had no business going to Omaha and it did. So, I mean it's just like a it's an like never ending roller coaster with Mississippi State baseball. Yeah. Uh Zach, I'm sorry. Dear and and, and there, the answer is you can't predict. You can't predict it, yeah. Dear old state, so far, Zach Arnett hasn't had any transfer commitments from the April window. Should we expect any more transfers this offseason? Absolutely. Probably three or four more. I, it wouldn't shock me if there was one already committed. Wink yes. wink nod nod. Yes, exactly. Bryce Hall says or asked, if you had to choose a U.S. president to be our next baseball coach, who would you choose and why? George W. Bush played, uh, no, I'm sorry, George Bush, the first one, played yes. college baseball at Yale. So let's go with him. Ronald, didn't Ronald Reagan play? No, Reagan played football. Okay. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. baseball. Okay. Okay. Baseball. And he was, and he had the famous yeah. uh, gif of like he like held the foot the baseball up. Yeah, at the Houston game. Yeah, Houston Astros. I mean game. George George W. Bush owned the Texas Rangers, so he should have some baseball. Both of them, in. both of the Bushes, I think, are, baseball are big people. baseball people. They are baseball people, one hundred percent. I'm trying to think who else. I think uh, Bill Clinton was a big Arkansas fan, but he's I think basketball. he's an Arkansas basketball. He's a hoops mostly. guy. I think I think Kennedy was a baseball guy. Oh yeah, from Boston. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about definitely. That, yeah. Love the Sox, but it's going to be it for me. It's going to be the Bushes because they're they're you know going to go out to Fenway downtown. and get a hot dog. That's actually more Diamond Joe Quimby than anything else. My I can't I can't get all the way into Kennedy. Actually, it was pretty I, close. Yeah, going to call Maryland after the game. <laughs> Happy birthday to me, Mr. President. Uh, Did you ever see that Marilyn Monroe movie? No, it's very strange. It's depressing, probably. It's kind of like it's they take bits and pieces, but there's a lot of like made up stuff in it. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's I, you know, it's like three hours long too, and I sat there and no, watched the whole thing, no, and I was on. just like, at the end, I was like, why, why did I do that? Double uh, A, Andy Atkinson. Would you describe to listeners the video I tagged you in the other day? But do it as the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Sure, be happy to. See what had happened there, Daddy. They're talking about the coronation. Of the King of England. Now I have dined with kings and queens, but I ain't never been to no coronation. But up there in Scotland, them old wounds, they die hard, if you know what I'm saying, Daddy. And so they were telling them when it comes to this coronation, they don't care about that none. In fact, what they said was you can shove that coronation up your ass, Daddy. 
And so that's what the American dream says. I don't, I don't bow my head to no king and no queen. I bow my head to the American people. That's who I am respecting, Daddy. Shove that coronation up your ears. So what is this video? It's a soccer game in Scotland. Uh-huh. And they're just all there, you can shove your coronation up your arse. <laughs> and they're just, it's like 50,000 people chanting it. Here's my issue with like, and I, like, I'm guilty of this because I watched The Crown. Yeah. But why are we as American people glorifying these people that... You get on me about soccer, you're over here watching The Crown. I know, but it's entertainment, and which I guess this is too. <laughs> I but guess, yeah. I guess, you know, I guess I'm my own worst enemy here, but like, why are we glorifying? It was on every single channel. Like, we, we fought for our independence from these people. Yes. And you have, you know, I'm sitting here watching every season of The Crown. Yeah. We're, we're everybody's glued to the television at five a.m. to watch the coronation, and then yeah. you know Meghan Markle getting getting married, and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, they ended up getting separated from the entire family. And, yeah. Uh, now, now they're saying I'm gonna have to use a dirty word here. Now there's like this big rumor going around that Charles and Camilla have this bastard child that is older than Prince William. Really? Yeah, and that has like the now that they're the king and queen, they may have like a legitimate claim to the See, throne. See, I've never liked Charles because Mo- of- the monarchy, monarchy since day one, since the first king has been based on incest yep. and 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 adultery, and and we we just glorify these people and give them, they have billions of dollars. I mean, it's, it's, behead them. I mean, it's like it goes back to. Uh, you know, Game of Thrones. That's, like, I, I, that was, I was same. thinking about that. I was like, are you telling me there's like a Renly Baratheon out there yes. right now? That's hilarious. But the, the, I mean, that's the thing though. Like, it, it's kind of just like House of the Dragon. Like, yeah. she was forced to marry yes. into the other family. Yeah. And then she has like one of the knights is like her, like, I guess, side gig. Mm-hmm. And they have like they, two kids that like, don't look like the no, dad right. at all. So, yeah. But I mean, I just I, I've never I, liked Charles because I'm a Princess Diana fan. Exactly, and he cheated on uh, Princess Di with a woman significantly uglier than Princess. Never Di. get that. Never understand. I don't know. So, let's move on into the rest of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner here in America. We America eat, we eat steak. We're not we're not over there eating kidney pie or whatever it is. Those people are eating kidney pie. Exactly. So this weekend, fire up the grill, put some steaks on it, and celebrate our great country. Why? Because you can. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food when you're looking for a great meal in the city of Starkville. And it's not just barbecue. Don't ever forget that. And people, they, they get caught up in barbecue. And, that's, and not to say that the barbecue is not fantastic at Two Brothers. It is. But it's a lot more on the menu than just barbecue. It's a lot of great items. It's smoked southern soul food. Next time you're in Starkville, anytime you're in Starkville, make sure you got a trip to Two Brothers on the to-do list. Great products and great service. Every business promises it to you. They, they give it to you at Advantage Business Systems. And they have for 48 years. So when you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need a service, you just call them back. No 1-800 number, no call center on hold for 40 minutes, no out-of-state technician who will make an appointment with you, and we'll see you next week. A lot of your problems are going to be solved the same day because you're talking to a Mississippi business that's just maybe an hour or two away from you. Give them a call at 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Excuse me. The Rogue. We were talking earlier about Father's Day. Guys, it is coming up faster than you know. 
If you want to take care of Dad, take care of him with a polo from The Rogue. Check out their collegiate collection. Great-looking shirts, great styles. Of course, incredible service. We're talking about one of the South's top men clothing stores and the logos that Dad wants. We, I got, we got, Robbie and I got a picture last night. Somebody sent us something of a, a Adidas, I think it's a polo, with an it's now it's an M over S, so I'll give them credit for that. But the logo is was the size of the guy's hand. Like you don't want a large wear, logo. You don't want to wear that. You want something, something subtle. subtle, understated. That's what they have at the Rogue. Shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three stripe life, guys. Shop at the Rogue. Dolce Starkville's newest and soon to be most famous spot for breakfast. There, it's not your normal breakfast there. It's not eggs and bacon. It's it's well, you can get eggs and bacon, but they're going to come on a really cool breakfast sandwich or breakfast bagel, the kind you can't get here in Starville anywhere else. And of course, for coffee, if you need that morning cup of uh, of Joe, they got you covered there as well. It's one of Starville's best breakfast options. Get there early, 8 a.m. every Tuesday through Saturday. They're open for breakfast at Dolce, 509 University Drive. R.J. Sweatman asks us. With the dismal failure of the last two seasons, it lend credibility that through to the thought that 2021 the players won in spite of the coaching. Absolutely not to me. I feel like Lamonis pushed the right buttons he throughout did. that run. He, uh, I don't, I don't. And the way to. they managed that pitching staff yeah. was correct. I think, I think what you have, I think the best way to explain it is Chris Lamonis didn't have to have any kind of guard over the locker room. Like the the players policed themselves mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but like the players you, you controlled that locker room and he was the one that set the lineups, that mm-hmm. made sure everybody was in the right position. Mm-hmm. Scott Foxhall made sure that all the pitchers I mean, you had a team that that could contend on its own. But I think Lamonis kind of helped push it over the top because he made the right decisions. He made sure that mm-hmm. it, he didn't have to do a whole lot. He managed. Lot. He managed. He's a yeah. he's a he's a good manager of that mm-hmm. in that respect. I just don't know if he's got that a hole in him. Yeah, and you saw I, some of that. You saw it much quicker in football with yeah, Moorhead. Yeah, because when Moorhead had Fitzgerald and Jeff Simmons and Montez Sweat and Jonathan Abram and Elton Jenkins, you know they led that team. And then the next year when they were all gone. You saw what happened, and I don't think he knew how to manage. He didn't. He didn't know. He didn't. Like he had Nick Fitzgerald. He had a he had a completely different kind of mm-hmm. car in his shop, mm-hmm. and he was trying to you know he was trying to go uphill in a Ferrari. Yeah, you know that's not you need a you need a Jeep. Yeah, <laughs> which was Fitzgerald as a Jeep is good. Yeah, right. So uh, instead, you know, he has this running quarterback that he's trying to throw the football with. Yeah, and I think what you have was. Chris Lamonis knew what to do with those players. And I think now Lamonis has lost his team, quite frankly. I don't think that he's got the personality mm-hmm. to put his foot down and tell people how it's going to be. I, I just don't think that's him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, I, it, it's, it's, we're not going to, I'm not going to take the national championship no. away from him. I don't no. think that was a fluke. Coached well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a, a situation. I mean, think where about he, he could have been like in week one pitching those guys six, seven innings yeah. and, and and using Landon Sims twice a weekend, and then you don't win the national title. Yeah, I mean, think about all the people that got upset about how Landon Sims was utilized. It was perfect. And whenever he came in the College World Series, he was as Locked. fresh as you could be. Exactly. Brogan Fairchild, my three-year-old son is really into Hot Wheels, and I realized I recently realized I like them too, and started buying a few for myself. 
What are some things that are appropriate for grown men to collect? I believe that anything you like doing as a child, you can take that into adulthood. Yeah. If you enjoyed collecting action figures as a child, you can collect action figures as, a, as an adult. Well, Comic I, think that, I think that's kind of cool again. Yeah. Like, I think collecting. If you're somebody is... who liked to make, like, dioramas and, and, like, put army men out there in positions and stuff like that, and, you want, and you've got the, the space in your house to do it, do it. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do for fun. That's right. You know? And then, you know, other things like, you know, for grown men, like bourbon. Um, and then, yeah, you can go a step further. Yeah. Coins. Bourbon, coins. Uh, you know. My papa collected coins. Yeah. And he, he would give them. Baseball I'm, cards is still I got a ton that my papa gave me. Any kind of sports memorabilia is yep. totally fine. Yeah. Yep. With Jans and Purcell both getting a raise and extension to the after the year, what kind of season does a football have to have for Arnett to get one? Eight wins. He wins eight wins. He's the thing is with 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 Arnett. He's probably gonna, if, as long as he has a winning season, he's probably going to get an extension because you you know you, you want to keep rolling him over. Yeah. But if he has eight wins, he'll get a, a, a not only an extension but a nice raise. I would think. Yeah, because right now he's kind of like they're they're in you know wait and see mode yeah. with him. This is year one. Uh, you know he, he'll get a nice bump. Yeah. If he uh, if he's showing the production on the field. Yeah. Also, last one, what makes Purcell and his staff such good recruiters? I never know what makes somebody a good recruiter, but I always am interested in like how different good recruiters, like obviously different sports, right? But Kirby Smart's a good recruiter, and Sam Purcell's a good recruiter. And you couldn't find two more different guys on this earth than Kirby Smart and Sam Purcell. I think Purcell uh, connects with the parents first and foremost, um, and his staff too. you got to build a good relationship with the parents and and get their trust. And I think one thing that he really pushes is, you know, he's got three girls and, you know, he takes care of his players just like he would his, his girls. And I think that's, that's one of the things that he really kind of resonates with them. And that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the relationship building is really the biggest thing. If you can build a relationship and a friendship with somebody, gain their trust, then you're, you're in good shape. And I think that's what he does really well is build those relationships. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Steve Mormon asks us, what are your thoughts on players like Hunter Hines, Dakota Jordan, and other underclassmen going into the portal to play for a competitive team next year? What are the chances that Lamonis can sell them on staying for another year? I think MSU fans worry about this too much. That's yeah. my, my first thought is that, you know. It's, it's with every sport. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's always, you know. Mississippi State fans are like, we're going to lose this guy. We're gonna, and they never take into account that you're going to get these guys. Right. You're going to get other guys. But as far as Hines and Jordan, I mean, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I mean, they're Mississippi guys. I mean, I, I haven't heard anything in them going. I think yeah. it's just like anytime anybody has success at yeah. Mississippi State, too, yeah. and something's going negatively, like the, the fan base, it's like they try to will them into the portal. It's yeah. really weird to me. Mississippi State fans did the want, same thing with want Tulu. to be negative. They like the, want to be negative. Tulu last year wasn't getting the rep. Well, he's gone. He, he needs to go somewhere else. Like, why are you trying to push these players in the portal? How about we try to figure out ways to, to do them more with them? Yeah. As it's far as the like chance that crazy. Lamonis can sell them, well, I don't think Lamonis is going to have that opportunity. So I'm not <clears> terribly worried about that. But I just... mean, and I think Mississippi State baseball is a little different, too, mm-hmm. than some of the other sports. Yeah. I think that, you know, it, it's its own brand. Mm-hmm. You know, Hunter Hines grew up wanting to play for Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure Dakota Jordan was quite similar being in the state of Mississippi. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I said this the other day, like this brand, this this program transcends any coach mm-hmm. that comes through. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, and if these guys leave, then best of luck to them. Mississippi State's going to get more players. You can't attach yourself to, to players anymore no, in this, this landscape. Uh, Roscoe asks us, 
What's the best slash most unique excuse you have ever heard or used for being late or missing an event altogether? There was an earthquake, a terrible flood, locusts. Uh, I once went to a wedding in South Carolina, and we were sitting by the pool maybe like three hours before the wedding starts, and we're like, all right, I guess we got to get up and go to the wedding. And one of the one of our friends, his wife was there. Was like, y'all obviously don't want to go. Why don't you just not go? We were like, you're right. So we just stayed at the pool and drank until the reception started. And we went to the reception, and the groom actually said something to me. I was like, I didn't see you in the church. I was like, oh, we got there a little late. We were in the back. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's so I don't really have any, I don't have, there's no excuse involved there. I just didn't feel like going. I felt like sitting by the pool and drinking. What if you just came out and was like, yeah, it was really boring, and we didn't want to experience it, yeah, but we, right. we went to come to the. We came to the reception. The reception where there's, there's free more, booze. More for, for free booze and free food. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think about like my time at Papa John's. Like, what's the worst excuse somebody had? It's like missing work. Yeah. One guy, I think he told me that like he he missed work. He missed a shift because he just got really high, and oh. you know he was like, I just passed out, and when I woke up, it was already like four hours into my shift, and I just said the hell with it. At least he's honest. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hunter Manis, with a, this is a great question. If you both went to Walmart with a budget of $50, what five things would you buy with the purpose of freaking out the cashier the most? Winner gets to call pitches the rest of the season. All right. You got to get duct tape, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a, like a crowbar or something, uh-huh. uh, rope. Ooh, that's good. Uh, can you get like some, what what's the stuff that like, that that you like put like to preserve body like lime or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that That's kind good. of stuff. Like a you know right. some garbage bags, like a fifty gallon drum. Yeah, so some Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. I'm gonna buy a towel, a mop, a bottle of Astro Glide, and some combos. Just the combos are just for me though. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm buying. And people are gonna leave me like, wait, what? Are you, what? What's, what's going on? I remember, I, all right, I love telling this story because it's one of, I used to work at a grocery store here in town and uh, this like 70 year old woman comes to the, to, and I'm checking her out and she had this, she had like three bottles of Astro Glide and then she's like 70 and I'm just like, Doop. <laughs> Doop. and I'm like sliding down and I'm looking at the bag boy and he's looking at me and we are just trying to hold it together. <laughs> and probably she walked away and, I, and we had to like, like, like I gotta be, I can't for me like a minute. It's like, what is that old woman doing with that much Astro Glide? You know what that's for, lady? Do you know what that's for, Robbie? Um, it's like lube. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Well, so, she's got a lot. To, she, 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 she's to get done. She's that a night. busy lady. I need some rubber sheets. <laughs> some Astro Glide. I'll give you another story about Walmart. We. So back in my like mid, like late early twenties, when I was working at Papa John's, we used to try to screw with Domino's as much as we could. Like we would steal their. They used to have signs all over town. We'd steal them. We'd spray paint NWO on them. <laughs> and one time, so one time, one of their managers quit there and came to work for us, and he gave us a bunch of their uniforms they had. So one night, I sent two of my drivers into Walmart wearing Domino's uniforms walking around asking as loudly as they could, where's the rat poison? 
Oh, God. Just kept walking around like, where what aisle's the rat poison on? <laughs> we I got any rat, not mice, rat poison. And so someone comes in like, Something have- that would kill a human? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, do y'all have rats at Domino's? And they're like, oh, yeah, they're big. They're all up in the food. <laughs> just, just, like, just buy some rat poison and walk out of there. Uh, Wade Jones asks us, does it seem the older you get, the longer it takes pain to travel to the brain? Example, you're walking through the living room and you stub your toe on the coffee table. Before the pain was instant, before you can think, nowadays, after, days, nowadays I have time to walk over to the couch, sit down, and think how, about, how bad this is going to hurt. It's true. Like, your pain receptors aren't as good as they used to be. Yeah, I've, I have, I have uh, noticed that. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Getting older is like, in, like, I realize that I'm still like fairly young, but mm-hmm. getting older kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think? Know? Yeah. When I cross the, the 40-year-old threshold, it's really going to start going downhill, I think. Buddy, I'm almost to 50. What do you think I'm thinking? Uh, Kevin Wright, Man City looks poised to win the Champions League this year, but the state fan in me has me doubting. Talk me off the ledge. This is y'all's year. You've got, you got Holland, the machine. You can't be stopped. This is y'all's year to win. You're going to win a treble. So, good for you. Uh, you're going to have to jump in on this because I don't know who three of these people are. Rank these guitar players. Tim Henson, John Mayer, Joe Bonamassa, and Mateus Asato. Do you know who these people are? Um, and I know John Mayer and Joe Bonam- Bonamassa. Who is, the, who is Joe Bonamassa? Uh, just a guitar player. I mean... He doesn't, you don't, he doesn't have a, like a band that he's attached to? Uh, I mean, I've... Let's see. I've always just known him as just like a... Just like he's just his own okay. guy. He's a blues guitar player. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I've like he just right. you know, he's just his own dude. Tim Henson. Let's see, we'll do a quick Google here. He is the guitar player for a band called Polyphia. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Got he got a big neck tattoo though. Good lord. And then Mateus Asato. Um he's from Brazil. Don't, don't know. Him. Just I mean, don't know him. So, I don't yeah. know. I don't know two yeah. of those guys, but John Mayer's number one for yeah. me because of Let's his the versatility that he has. I mean, he can yeah. play. He can sound like uh, Jimi Hendrix at some point. He mm-hmm. can sound, you know, like he can play Grateful Dead. He can play uh, Pink Floyd. I mean, he can play Metallica. He can do anything. Yeah, like he is so versatile. Uh, where are we here? Rob Hadaway has some questions for us. Is there a more useless month of elementary school than May? Why don't they just cut everybody loose at the end of April? Well, I mean, in Starkville, we're on the quarter system now. They don't get out until, like, late June. Yeah, I don't know if I like that or not. I I, I like, I, I think the kids like getting the two weeks off for fall and for spring, but when they get to the, when we get to summer and they're only getting, like, four weeks off, I don't know how they're going to feel about that. Yeah, see, summer was like, I mean, just the like, anticipation for summer as a kid. Yeah. You know, you, like you get to like you get, you get to two months. sleep in late. Yeah. But, I mean, you have baseball like yeah. almost every night of the week. And they don't do baseball like they used to. No. When, when, when we were kids, well, we, played, we played rec league like Dizzy Dean. Mm-hmm. And we'd do that like throughout the summer. Then we'd make all-stars. Mm-hmm. And there was like no travel ball. That nah, didn't exist. I don't remember you travel the teams ball. in your city. That's it. Yeah, and you got to play against your best friends. Right. So, you know, it was always now everybody you're doing these tournaments on the week. It's a nightmare. I don't yeah, know how they do I it. But that being said, like I, like my kids. I mean, I think I think they get out mid June, and they're back in mid July. Like you know, it used to be like it was like mid August. You know, you had the first week of August was for two days. Yeah. You know, 
So, uh, Rob Hadaway, my nine-year-old daughter Elizabeth made her first homemade pizza this weekend. She wants to hear if I have any tips to offer on homemade on home pizza making. You know, for for pizza making, the, the most important thing is the dough first and foremost, right? That's the most important thing. You know, if your dough isn't good, it's, your pizza can't be good, right? So make sure you have good dough, good cheese. You know, your sauce, you can kind of doctor up how you like. You know, if your sauce is, isn't the right, isn't right, you know, and, and look, you can just buy sauce out of the jar. I wouldn't suggest making my own pizza sauce. Um, and then the toppings are like the least important thing. Pepperoni is just pepperoni. It doesn't matter where you get pepperoni from. So the dough, keep it on the dough. Uh, last one. It's been almost 10 years since a certain person left the MSUB, but is it weird? I still have a reaction every time anybody else says, and oh, by the way. And oh, by the way. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Wilson, chicken wings or ribs? Wings. Probably what kind of wings? You have your choice. Just traditional. Yeah, wings. Wings. All right, for ribs though, wet or dry? Um, I've grown. I've grown to like dry. Yeah. Uh, used to be you know wet ribs yeah. is the only way to go, but. I, I prefer wet. If you, do, I mean, if you do a really good job mm-hmm. smoking it or cooking it or whatever, you don't really need a lot of sauce on it. But yeah. I can do either. I'm good with both. Most overrated wing and barbecue place. Hmm. Uh, any of the Dreamlands that aren't the original Dreamland to me suck. Um. See, I went to uh, I went to Dreamland on the way to Auburn a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. One of the chain ones. Well, yeah, it was the one in like North the full menu. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. The ribs are good. I mean, it's good, but it's not great. It's like I want, I want the original. I, I mean, it's this the same so, sauce and everything. I'm just saying. I didn't the like the one in Birmingham is really good. When too. I went to St. Louis, I went to a place that was supposed to be pretty, pretty famous called Sugar Fire. It was not good at all. I haven't been to to that. Yeah, it's, that's not good. The so don't don't waste your time. I didn't like. Uh, what was the one we went to in Kansas City on the way to Omaha? Gates. It wasn't was it great. G- no, it wasn't Gates. Was it not? What uh-uh. was it? Gates was good. Where did we go? Um, I forget which one it was. So, so I've been to like four in Kansas City because State went there for the Sweet 16 women's basketball, and I went to like three of them then, and then I went when we went we stopped in Kansas City. It was Gates. Was it Gates? Yeah. Okay. I. It wasn't great to me. It wasn't great, yeah. I agree with that. But the other ones, what, Jack Stack was really good. Yeah. Me and Logan went there mm-hmm. um is it arthur bryant's arthur bryant's is yeah very that good. was good yeah that's an old one that's just yeah, kind of like dreamland yeah, for yeah. them uh jay in baltimore rank these restaurant worsts charge for sharing a meal no substitutions even for an upcharge no table until the entire party present gratuity add it without notification cash only charge for sharing a meal is the one of the dumbest things ever like, once I buy the food, if I want to just, like, go throw it in a trash can, I can. It's mine. I, I bought it. I paid for it. If I want to let somebody have some of my meal, I can do that. I, I think that's ridiculous. Um, no table until the entire party present. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. Like, just sit there and wait. Be, where, where, what are you doing? Are you just standing up? You're going to stand up five minutes? Tell people to be. Tell your friends to be on time. That would be the easier way. Uh, gratuity at it without notification. Not a big fan. Like if you come in and it says on the menu, party of six is going to have a gratuity added. That's yeah. fine. But if I just get the tab and I didn't know, and it's already on there, that's all they're getting. I'm not adding on to it. Right. 
Yeah, sometimes I would, I'll get a gratuity added, and there's only like four or five of yeah. us. I thought it was supposed to be like a big part. Well, yeah, but some some places do it, but it just doesn't make sense. Cash only in 2023 is is dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to at I, least have I can Venmo it to you. I think I think it's kind of dumb to not accept cash. Oh, same thing. Yeah, you should accept cash. The, and credit. There should be there should be different forms of payment. I 100 percent agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Hunter Bolware, what's your reaction to hearing we've given up 8.75 miles of free bases this year? Between walks, hit-by-pitch, balks, wild pitches, pass balls, stolen bases, and errors. Almost nine miles of free base. There's only 60 feet between the bases. How many bases do you have to do to give a mile? So in a mile, there's 5,280 feet. Is that right? Yes. 5,280 yes. feet in a mile? So you're talking about short of 90 free bases to do one mile. Oh, my gosh. When you put it like that, Hunter. So it's 90 it's ninety feet to a base. 90 feet, yeah. 90, I said 60. 90. It's 60 90 to feet to a base. Yeah. There's 400, I mean, I don't know how many, 280. So from from home to first is how many, 90. But how many, uh, how many walks have they had? Oh, I have no idea. No, we won't even try to calculate that. Yeah, that's a lot. We'll just leave it like that. Score predictions for the LSU series. I mean... A lot to a little. On average, I'd probably say like 11 to 2. Statement, I have one game where they hold them to like 9 or 8 or 9. But I'd say they're going to get run rolled at least once, probably twice. Yes. I fully expect that. I fully expect after this weekend the ERA to be over the all-time record. Yeah. Can you, Sheldon Nations, can you describe Dan Mullen's next coaching job? I think he'll get back into coaching at some point. But I, he seems to be enjoying TV. He'll be TV a head though. coach. Yeah, I, I don't see him working for anybody. Somebody like a, a, a smaller ACC Big 12. Pro, like If you told me in two years Holgo decides to leave Houston, Dan Mullen could be the head coach at Houston. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I think I think he's going to kind of buy his time, and because right now, like he's probably happy doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to try to um, just kind of like wait it out yeah. and see. Wait and for the right he, fit. He wants to take the right fit. He exactly. wants to take the a job. He's, that's, he's doing well on TV, and I think he enjoys that too. I don't so. think he wants to like take over a rebuild either. No, no, no. He wants to walk in and be yeah pretty good. Like, for I can see him like going to like Oklahoma State. Well, when Gun- if Gundy were retire next year, that would be a great spot yeah. for him. TJ Hand, would you rather fight a gorilla every week, knowing you will survive, but you don't know when he's going to attack? Or imagine just sitting here and the gorilla just walks in. Like, oh my God. Oh, come on. Dustin Rose, I have the gorilla. You see, Nikita Koloff, when you had to fight the gorilla. Uh, or, or have every one of your thoughts come true and you say them, as in you say them and you th- you think them and it happens. Oh, that would be bad. That's very bad because I mean, how many times you just be like, I could kill you right now. Yeah, and then you're dead. You're a murderer. And so you know, there's you, some people that are thinking like, it'd be fun. Like if you just wrote a list out and you're like, okay, or somebody, man, was like, I have a billion dollars. You know, stuff like that. But and like you, you know, but eventually like, somebody's thinking about you know. Your wife or something. I see your lust in your eyes. Yeah, it's Elizabeth. Yeah, or you know, think about it, like you just ride driving on the road and somebody cuts you off. You're like, oh, I wish they'd wreck. And then they wreck. <laughs> you can't have that. You can't have that. So I got to go with the gorilla. Unfortunately, me oh, and the gorilla are gonna have some. God, that'd be awful. It'd be a terrible thing. Is that it? Now we got a couple more. Um, Beat your brains in, but you live. But I live every time. But like you're probably like, you know, 
you have no legs, you have yeah, no like limbs, how, like, like your brain is scrambled. I mean, <laughs> you may like, live, but you might be a vegetable. You're in the hospital on, on, a, on a life support, and the doctor's like, oh, God, here comes the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> is it the same gorilla every time? I don't know. Zach Uzak, I was certainly not expecting an AFI shout-out on the last spot. Well, you never know. If Southern Miss, Miss were to win the national championship in baseball this year, would it be in their best interest to go ahead and fire Scott Berry the next day? Yes. Get, get ahead of it. Sell high. Sell high. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't go down this road. Yeah, don't do it. What, what if they did win the national championship this year somehow? And then all three of us are terrible next year? It'd <laughs> be so funny. Uh, Ford Polk, if Lamonis is brought back for next year, what's an acceptable season? Three seed in a regional or next year's team required more? It's time to get back. Either put you back, put it back to normal or get out. That's where I am. Who? Oh. Uh, in the past, you've talked about what football and basketball facilities you'd like to see State play at. What college baseball stadium would you like to see State play at? I vote BYU. Um, TD Ameritrade would be great. Yeah, and, and, and call it TD Ameritrade. Yeah. Uh, the nicest baseball stadium in the country is at Pepperdine. You ever seen it? No, I've not. Google Pepperdine's baseball stadium. Or, be- or Google Pepperdine's campus is what I guess I should tell you. So like, in terms of just the like, where they are, look look at the campus. It's incredible. There's a nice lot of palm trees, yeah, big ocean behind so, the... That's where we're going. We're going to Pepperdine. Uh, where are we? Ryan Strickland. Hey, what do you, think you guys think about this potential pitching coach hire? Any pitcher that has played for State over the last 10 years that fans remotely like? Sounds like a winner to me. Sign him up. I want Kendall Graveman. Yeah, yeah, Mississippi State pitching coach uh, uh, Luis Palarena. I'd be all about <laughs> Jacob that. Jacob Lindgren. Yeah. Uh, last, last questions here. Uh, Mangum Cafe. How, can you explain how Shuffle works in a music app? No. And the one on Spotify is awful. Like, literally, you will yeah. hear the same song in the same day. I have, like, almost a thousand songs, and I will sometimes hear a song twice. Like, I, it, should, it should basically be, it, okay, here's this song. I can't play this song again in shuffle until I've played every other song in the playlist. Or unless I hit shuffle again. Yeah, right, if I reshuffle, yes. Yeah. Who underperformed with the most? Moorhead in 18, Howland with two first-round picks. When did Howland have two first-round picks? Hmm. Allen never had two first-round picks. So we're taking him out, or Lamonis in 23. It's more. Yeah, because um, Robert Woodard was a second-round so pick. He and Perry were second-round picks. Q, did he get Q drafted? was a second-round pick. Yeah, I don't remember. He never, no, Mississippi State hasn't had a first-round draft choice since Arnett Moultrie. That's, yeah. that's, that's not accurate. Uh, or Lamonis in 23. I, I, it's Moorhead. Moorhead in 2018 was the biggest underachiever. That team, oh, by far. Yeah. That team, team could have won 10 games. Should have won 10 yeah. games. How do you feel about Yoohoo? I don't drink chocolatey drinks. So. I used to <clears throat> drink two every day. Like the Really? Like, yeah, at school for like break. Oh gosh. I would I would drink two a day. Oh, there you go. Their last first round pick was Arnett. Arnett Moultrie. Moultrie. I knew I was right. Rodney Hood, of course, your favorite. But okay. he went to Duke. It doesn't count. They had he had three second round picks, but no first yeah, round picks. Exactly. Oh well. All right, that's all for today. Tomorrow's show, more college football. I'm talking to Jacob Hester tomorrow uh, from uh, Off the Bench down in uh, Baton Rouge, also from Sirius XM Radio. He hosts the SEC uh, afternoon show there. Uh, so we're going to talk some college football with him. We'll get a little insight into LSU, plus Mississippi State with him as well. So looking forward to that, plus some more college football talk uh, as the uh, the week in the offseason goes on. 
Guys, have a great Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.